Hello everyone, welcome to episode 67 of the Roving Bookworm Podcast. My name is B.I. Garrix. I'm a content creator, blogger, poet, geologist, and I'm the Roving Bookworm, your host. If this is your first time here, I warmly welcome you to this community of awesome people. And I know this would be worth your while. The Roving Book One Podcast is a safe space where we can talk, rave, rant, and explore diverse themes and life-changing lessons inspired by books, poetry, and music over a cup of tea or two. Thank you for joining the conversation this week. And as always, I'm super happy to be back here again for yet another episode this week. I am so happy you've made our time to join and listen to this conversation. And I believe that you would um, have fun today. So how has your week been? My week was so busy and I am so tired, like seriously, but this is my happy place. So it's amazing when I start um, recording for my podcast, you know, my my whole being just changes i just light up like maybe 10 minutes before that time i feel so tired but immediately i start um talking i just feel so much better so mm, let me not say i want to be podcasting every day you know to be too much for you guys so um i hope your week was good and um i hope that you're enjoying your weekend um either you're resting or you're like you know having fun going for like those in vegas going for one base and causing traffic all of you anyway today's theme is titled marry for love or marry for money ah and this theme was inspired by a book i read um recently read it's titled bridges are for burning by bina idoniji and i love this book you know it had there were just so many aspects of this book that just got me thinking and that's what i love about fiction when it really gets you thinking and you know um considering dif- like different things that the characters did and so on and so forth so yeah i really love this book and um, it's available everywhere check out your bookstores on instagram or your nearest bookstore um you can also check at masobebooks.com the uh, publisher yeah so yeah so go get the book and i have reviewed it on my blog rovingbookomng.com so you can go check it out and yeah read the book enjoy it's it's i'm not going to say much about the book as usual you know i don't um give spoilers here today i have a guest and we'll be having this conversation together and it's no other than the beautiful bina idonije i got the author um of the book that inspired this theme and yeah she'll be joining us soon bina is a lawyer she's a an author of course she loves to write she's a mother and a wife and so many other things when she comes she'll tell you um so yeah but before we um before she gets in um you know the drill go grab something to drink get comfortable and then let's get into it Hello, Bina. Welcome to the Roving Bookworm podcast. Hi, Bia. Thank you for having me. 
Ah, it's great to have you. I always love having authors, especially the ones that I um, love their books. So, um, Bina is here as a guest, like I said earlier, and I've said a few things about her in the introduction. But um, as usual, we always like our guests to introduce themselves. So, Bina, tell us a little bit about yourself before we go into the conversation. Sure. So, as you said, my name is Bina Idoni J. And I am an author. I am the author of Bridges Are for Burning. I am also a lawyer by profession or qualification. Um, and I, I actually practice, I, I have a day job as a corporate lawyer. Um, beyond that, I'm a wife and a mother to three children. I have two daughters and a son. And in terms of my interests, clearly, I have one of my key interests is in writing. My other interest is I really like plants. I'm intrigued and interested in plants and plant life. And I love traveling and I love the beach. So that's just a sna- snapshot about me. <laughs> okay, thanks, Bina. So it's it's okay if I call you a plant mom. No, I hate that term. I really detest it, actually. <laughs> yeah. But you guys call me a dog mom. <laughs> that's why I'm going to call you. I'm not a plant mom. I like plants. <laughs> yes, they like plants. I know. I know. When we say I'm a plant mom, I'm like, oh god, <laughs> can't be a plant mom. Okay. So today we're yeah. going to be talking about um, marriage, marry for love or marry for money. I mean, come on. Talk- yeah (laughs) interesting interesting but i'm you know i i i told you guys you know bina's book go by bridges are for burning and you know the amazing thing about this book was that it inspired me to write a poem um which doesn't happen often it doesn't really happen (laughs) much it happens once in a blue moon so i mean this book is really something that i i really like and um, most importantly i love books that really get me thinking um a lot about so many things and this was one of the things that i thought about so first of all like you know we we know that this podcast is not for us to to review books or talk about you know i do that on ag live but like why did you explore these kind of characters where one person like always knew that she wanted to marry someone who was rich and then another person um was you know, kind of fell in love with the person who she eventually married and you know we're not going yeah. to talk about how that resulted but you know um well, why did you want to create this kind of characters how did that come um to to you yeah i think it's just from observations, interactions that I've had, you know, I've seen people who, on, on both sides of the divide, right, so I've seen people who are like, I beg, I can't mm-hmm. marry someone that doesn't have money. And there are people mm-hmm. who, from a very young age, are very clear about the kind of, at least the economic status of the person they would like to get married to. And so that kind of informed creating a character around that, to explore that p- p- perspective. Then there's the other person where, mm-hmm. that, that, as I said, that person married somebody who was rich, but that's not the foundation for why she married the person. She married, he just, he just happened mm-hmm. to be rich and she was in love with him. And sometimes uh, I, the reason I created that was also the idea that um, just because somebody is wealthy doesn't mean they're incapable of love, right? So sometimes people feel, well, you, yeah. married for, you, yeah. you married that person because they had money, then there's no love. If you marry a rich man, money. then you married him for money. 
Mm. Exactly. So that was more mm. to show a different mirror to that. So yeah, you can be wealthy mm. and still be in love. So that's kind of why I did that with both, both characters. So what do you think? Like, okay, so in my mind, I was now thinking that, well, we've had these marry for for money. And you know me, I'm a Christian, also, and mm. I, I want to put this out there first, so that you know. <laughs> but the thing is, the Bible, even the Bible, says I think in Ecclesiastes. Although I mean, Solomon wrote Ecclesiastes when he was far away from God, but yeah. I mean, it's still in the Bible. You know, it says money is a shelter, wisdom is a shelter, money is a shelter. It's a defense. You know, so let's not now do as if we don't know that money is important. Mm-hmm. And so, is it bad? to say you know what i want to marry somebody who has money like the bad thing to say because growing up i used to i genuinely felt like it was like a flaw for you to <laughs> like you know like say please i beg i want to marry a man that has money do you get yeah. i want us to really um, interrogate that. that mindset <laughs> yes yes so here's how here's how I think it's it's okay to say that in, in, so the, I think that there's a way that that can be someone's goal in a positive way and mm-hmm. here's how I think it is mm-hmm. it is where you say that okay I want to marry somebody of this economic ability or or whatever or class or mm-hmm. where it is not because you want to do it as that's your personal career goal your career goal is that I'll marry a rich man and I won't have to do any work I can be comfortable if you're saying that yeah. because you um you have a certain you are at a certain level economically and you think that you know it makes sense for you to marry somebody in the same economic bracket as you because you would yes. like both of you to be able to contribute to your family goals and plans mm-hmm. proportionately proportionately if, you, if that's why you're saying mm-hmm. that then that makes sense in one um but if you're saying that because like I said earlier you want to leave off that person it just to your mm-hmm. point is I think it's distasteful and borderline immoral to just want to leave off some mm-hmm. like human being, especially when your hands are not broken, you know. So it all mm-hmm. depends on the perspective mm-hmm. the person is coming from. But I do think that there is a lot of merit in having these conversations about finances. I think to your point earlier, like when you were growing up, you know, it's kind of like taboo or oh, that person is not a nice person for instead voicing that type of thought. But mm-hmm. I, I think there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with talking and thinking about finances before you get into a marriage i think it's not even done nearly enough i think it should be paramount in discussions not because it's a it's a it's the most important thing but it is an important thing and it should not be on the mind and say no 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 it's not important let's just do love 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 because i, I think there's more mm-hmm, to marriage mm-hmm. than love a love obviously is the pillar but money is also important yeah, money, money is so important, you know, because I mean, like after being married for so many years and with hindsight, do you get, and then you have people come to you now and say, okay, like, you know, some relatives or people that you know, and they say, oh, we're having like, okay, so what are you doing? Oh, I'm not doing anything, but you want to get married. And I'm like, you know, so how do you plan, you know, like the guy or the lady? So how do you plan to live your lives? you get and it now seems like you're saying something that is distasteful there was something fundamental you said like you know if you are in a certain economic bracket you know and you say you know what i want to marry someone within um this economic bracket so that i would not have to 
I don't know if I should use the word suffer because it now mm. looks like okay, you want the soft life. But there's nothing wrong with having the soft life. You've had the soft life. Maybe your father gave you the soft life. Do yeah. you understand? And <laughs> you kind of need you know that you're going to be miserable. Yeah. For example, maybe you have you have always stayed in a house where there's AC, for example, and maybe exactly. this may sound very inconsistent inconsequential in the in the grand scheme of things but this is a lot of people's reality and mm-hmm. you know i digress but this was something i loved about your book the fact that you wrote about like middle upper class lagos you know mm-hmm. because most books you read about nigeria or africa is you know people suffering mm-hmm. trekking you know taking mm-hmm. money yeah. but there are another set of people who live a different type of life and not necessarily like in affluence but you yeah. know they live in a three-bedroom flat they you know they just have basic things you know those things are basic yeah. things to them there's yeah. air conditioning the generator when there's no light and all that and then you know this girl meets this boy or this boy meets this girl you know but i mean the dynamics are different and we're going to talk about the dynamics like you know mm-hmm. um rich girl versus poor boy and poor boy versus rich girl oh, what yeah. did i say the same thing rich, rich guy versus poor girl so so i'm just looking at it from the um guy and girl you know poor guy and rich girl and he may not be poor he may just not be be as um, in that bracket poor. maybe yeah. living somewhere yeah economically so i think that these things are important not even necessarily because of the availability of the money but also there's a mindset that there's a mindset thing that people seem to to forget about for example if my mother like i'm a guy and you know my my mother used a stove you know all the while and she still used the stove a kerosene stove and you know but the girl i want to marry has never used the stove before there's a there's a disconnect except of course i mean there are people who who kind of understand the person they are going to they are getting married to and all, always try to understand that okay this is where she's coming from this is what she knows either you know mm-hmm. they are friends enough to to converse about these things and get up to speed but yeah. most often than not that that um upbringing always affects you know the the decisions that both of them will have to make at the end of the day so even when sometimes this guy is even has that economic in quote like the money to pay for stuff his ideology may be different because of yeah. where he's coming from you know exactly and, 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 and yeah so so and, and that's for me is even more of a point than anything else in terms yeah. of really like the the cash in itself mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So that that ideology that ah, uh, uh, but you know, there's no gas. Okay, there's no gas. Eh. Use kerosene now. That's, I'm just like, but I yeah. haven't used kerosene before. You know, I don't even know why uh-huh. they smoke. You know, and then you and your family probably would think that, okay, this one she's just you want to marry the worst wife, or you know she's disrespectful, or yeah. she's lazy, and things like that. And immediately there's a breakdown in communication. So exactly. I think that people should also think about that but of course money um that's also money like this person coming i'm not saying that people from different backgrounds shouldn't marry but it's more difficult or what do you think yeah. it's, it's always more difficult i think it is i think it's easier when backgrounds. you're kind of in the same yeah you're from the same type of background if you're both middle class or if you're both lower mm-hmm. class so that's what for, for lack of a better word yeah. i don't like i use the word class class but mm-hmm. just to 
to mm-hmm. um, delineate what we're saying but yes i think it's easier for mm-hmm. sure and maybe you touch on this later because you talked about a rich guy marrying a poor poor woman versus a poor mm-hmm. guy marrying a rich woman and yeah. i think the dynamics are different and i think yeah. societally we are more inclined to it's very it's okay let the man have the money and marry versus the woman marrying a guy that doesn't have as much money. having the money yes so mm-hmm. i think definitely easier if you're the same class but that's not that's not to say it's not doable yeah so what do you think like rich guy marry poor girl um rich girl marry poor guy <laughs> i think i think <laughs> it's uh <laughs> it's this conversation have to be hard you know they, 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 they sometimes they are difficult to say you know or yeah. to talk about but it's just it, it's just what it is because we see these things happen every day I think it's it's interesting because I actually think that in Nigeria and probably let me say even Lagos, I think there are more people where there are more relationships where the woman has is, is one really the breadwinner. But I think there's just a lot mm-hmm. of flack that people get from being as transparent. So what you find is they pretend like it's their husband that has all the money, that's bringing all the money. That's yes, the money. yes. There's yes. so much mm-hmm. pretending going on, so much, and it's because of how society views everywhere. these things. Yes, mm-hmm. it's how because of how society. Even look at ego people; they don't really care about those type of things. They mm-hmm. tell you like I, I have a colleague who said to me you know that you know, I'm the breadwinner in my house and she says the way she says it she doesn't even skip a bit she doesn't over process it she mm-hmm. doesn't think about it she doesn't think there's anything wrong with mm-hmm. it it's just normal yeah. right but so we, it's for us it's for us in this part of the world it's different they expect the man to to yes. be the one to do everything and be all financially um, you know they don't, mm-hmm. they don't, women are not used to contributing and when they do there's a lot of complaining they feel it's an injustice um i yes. personally have a I, 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 my views on finances and relationships might be a little bit on the other side not the most popular side i feel like yeah um, i i really do feel like when it comes to finances i think i i feel personally that both parties should be to the extent possible equal if you can if you're mm-hmm. able to and, you and equal in the sense that i agree can, and if you earn more as the woman i don't think it's fair that you expect your husband to bring more like the husband like, to bring equal money like exactly you, you you earn one million naira a month your husband earns 350 but you're still asking him to bring all his 350 then you will just add 50k how is that mm. even fair? You know, but I do know that a lot of people who are very, very on the other side feel like, no, we are the man. Your, your money is our money. My money is my money. Yes. And I, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I personally <laughs> have. A, I take issue with that personally, just because I think it's just mm. not fair. Like just from a fairness point of view, it just doesn't seem fair to me. But mm-hmm. I know everyone has a different perspective on that. But yeah, that's just my view. Mm-hmm. But I think it's your point around if it's a rich woman that marries a guy that doesn't do so well, they will say the guy is a gigolo. If it's a girl mm. that's marrying a, marrying a woman, a guy that, that's richer than her, she's a gold digger. That's what people would say. But it doesn't yeah. matter. But I just feel like people people tend to be more accepting of a man marrying anybody, marry anybody if you have yes. money, versus yes. a woman who has money marrying somebody who's not so well to do. So that's again some of the societal biases that come into play because of the roles that we have picked from men and women to play and if they don't fit into those roles then there's some judgment around that yeah i mean i totally agree and i mean you're on your team where where i feel like as a human being you know i think it's generally unfair 
you know, like what you said, you know, you earn more than your husband and, you know, you just think it has to be equal or you have to just add 50,000 naira on, on it. No, yeah. it just, it just, um, and then where is the oneness like and all that? Yeah. But, but this is another angle. The angle I'm going to come, which, which is the angle where I, I understand it. Why mm. some people do that? Not while I'm still on this team because I still believe that. Um, <clears throat> the angle is if a man is rich and he marries anyone, mm. like you said, it's acceptable. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think culturally, as Nigerians and as Africans, maybe it's because of the way a lot of men, um, not all, just like they say, nearly all the men in Lagos are mad, you know, not all, <laughs> but a lot of men are promiscuous. Mm-hmm. and women have always come from the place where the man should be the provider so you have this ideology that you have been raised with that the man should be the provider but you fall in love with this man you earn more than him and he <clears throat> he earns less and you're like okay fine you know what the fair thing to do is for me to provide more i'm richer than him whatever and then i find that if that same man who is poor or you know for the purpose of this conversation or doesn't have that much cheats which happens a lot in nigeria yeah yeah it's more painful for the woman because in her mind she has always come with the idea that this man should have been providing but you know mm-hmm. i was being fair like he doesn't have he doesn't have what am i going to do yeah you know we have children there are children it's almost like in our house i live here yeah yes yeah, so it's almost like you're sponsoring. So people are like, you know what? If I'm going to marry a man and um, <laughs> 80% of... There's 80%, will I say... Um, I can bet 80% that he may cheat. You know, and I'm saying this like a world person. I'm not saying it as a Christian, yeah. you know. Because that's not ex- ex- expected. But, um, you know, so I would rather marry someone who has money so that... If he does it, you know, there's this joke where people say, oh, you know, my husband cheated on me, but I'm, I'm in my mansion, you know, drying yeah, my tears yeah. with dollars or something <laughs> funny. I read somewhere. <laughs> I'm drying my tears with dollars and stuff like that. So that's also another perspective, Bina, that is there. And I know that a lot of women think about that or a lot of girls think about it and say, well, well, but if he cheats on me and I was funding, you know, everything, maybe, you know, I buy his clothes, I, you know, do this and that. And then um, he still goes out to cheat like the, the rich guy, you know. Mm-hmm. But for the rich guy, I don't think, okay, well, okay, now, no problem. If I rake, he'll buy me a, what's the car? G-Wagon. something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of course, G-Wagon doesn't give you happiness. Babes, just yeah. know that. It doesn't bring, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. change anything. That's also that scenario that you painted. I don't. I don't think mm-hmm. it has anything to do with money. At the end of the day, if you dig into it, the guy that is cheating is not cheating because he has money. He's cheating because he's a cheat. So whether you have money, yes. or you're giving him money, you're supporting him. Oh, makes no he said something. That's the <laughs> yeah, yeah. It yes. doesn't make any difference. And then people saying that they're going to use the money to the dollars to clean their tears or buy a G wagon or whatever. Really, really, and truly, I, I think money doesn't bring happiness. It doesn't. It helps, but it doesn't give you the lasting happiness you are looking for. Just because you're in a, you can be mm-hmm. in a G wagon and be crying every day. You can be in a mansion and be miserable. So it's mm-hmm. just important to to identify what's what's important at the end of the day. Yeah, true. You know, so. Um, 
my my thoughts about you know marrying for for love and okay so there was something i said i was going to even say at the beginning of this podcast what is even love this love we're talking about we need to even identify what it is because yeah you know, <laughs> that thinking yeah there's that thinking because yeah because for us to say oh should you marry for love or should you marry for money i think we all know what money is like yeah have it. No, like, it's cash cash money <laughs> yes cash 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 ego like bring the cash i want to buy iphone 11 or is it 12 whatever you know <laughs> or i mean not necessarily on that level every there, there are several levels of, of having yeah, cash yeah. but you know just to be okay and not yeah. begging and not you know miserable yeah but this love we're talking about what is even this love this marrying for love because there is there is um there is love that is not real like it's an illusion it's like yeah you know something that is created in your mind um and then there is love what love really is so so what do you what do you think that is i think love is a a decision you decide to love somebody mm-hmm. it's a decision to commit that's what i think mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it goes beyond mm-hmm. feelings feelings are the are the offshoot of that decision that you made to commit to something they will think, yeah. and, and as you, you know you're married and you've been married for a while as I, as I have been the feelings come and those, those, um, that, that high feeling that you feel is that feelings are transient right it's so transient like every like literally when you get married and you live with somebody for that long you cannot survive on those things they are fumes you can't survive mm. on it because they will go they will blow away because it's like mm. it's normal in terms of those things come as a result of initial adrenaline um What's that thing that mm-hmm. um, what's the Simon Sinek likes to talk about? That thing that I can't remember the word he uses when, when dopamine, dopamine, yeah. It's the the, the reaction. Dopamine, dopamine. Yeah, yeah. Yes, when you start yeah. dating somebody, you're in love with this person. All those things they are not meant to last. It's so it it will yeah. it will whether it's true love, that feeling, that dopamine and that adrenaline and all of that, it crystallizes and forms the bedrock of your, your relationship. So when it's mm. it continues to be there, but it's an underlying thing. It's not like what you feel every day. That's how some people say, I don't feel it anymore. Because if it is real, mm-hmm. you continue to feel it because it will be there as the base. It will be there on, on the line. Yes. Because it's, it's, but it's not going to be like, you're not going to be feeling every day. You know how when you start dating somebody, you're like, ah, the person is coming, like that excitement, that thing. Your husband cannot Yes, you're on the phone 24 7. I kick the stone. Please, I kick the stone. Protect the person. Exactly. <laughs> but after you've been married 13 years, for example, let's say 13 years, mm-hmm. your husband is coming back from yes. work and you've been home all day. There's no way you're going to be sitting and now you're shaking that he's coming from work. It's impossible. Like, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. you may have missed him, you may love to Oh God, I'm so happy to see you, but you will not go and take mm-hmm. your makeup. You're not going to brush your hair. It's That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. It just is. So I said all of that to yeah. say that we need to, If you, I, sometimes people lose sight of what really this thing is. Because when they start saying, well, mm-hmm. I don't feel it anymore. What are you expecting? to feel so that's why i said it's a decision to commit <laughs> it's true question. and it's a decision to commit mm-hmm. it's really a decision to commit and that decision excuse it makes you go through and why did you decide the decision is because you've met someone that your life collided with and you feel you know this this feels right it feels majorly mm-hmm. right because it's not everything that will always sing between both of you but if the, the majority yes. of the time you feel good about this person you feel like you gel like you just feel like this and we yes. can work together love is partnership and it's mm. commitment it's yes there's a lot of things it's commitment and it's partnership yes. it's a decision it is patience it is it is 
going on a journey with somebody with the same agenda. Yes, together. The problem with a lot of people mm-hmm. is that they are together, but they don't have the same agenda. But if you have the same agenda mm-hmm. with somebody, that's when marriage is a coalition of, you know, two destinies that come together to yeah. So there's a lot of words I yeah. use. I guess that's one thing to use to define love. Yes, I agree. You know, I've said I think I've said it several times on the on the podcast that love for me is a decision, making a commitment, making a decision that I will love this person, you know. And it is even when you you have been in a long relationship or a long marriage or whatever, because people, you know, and 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 you know, I, I guess that's why it, you know, especially men, I'm not saying women don't cheat, women cheat, but like people cheat yeah. because it's just like like nigeria say long truth you're just like you yeah. know, okay i'm on a diet then and my marriage is not like a diet you know don't look at it like mm. a diet but you know you see akara is passing you call akara you see this one it's like you don't <laughs> exactly. have control yes it's like you don't have any control over yourself or, yeah. or, or 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 who you are you don't know what you want so and that's why um you know like when you want to get married and you go for marriage classes for people who do marriage classes and things like that they ask you like you know are you sure but the thing is you you're never really sure you will never really be sure yes you will never really Mm -hmm. be sure but like you said if 80 percent of the time you're happy you feel like you know and there are so many components okay we talked about okay look at this person um financially is in in my economic bracket or is he can he does he have like my father would say does he have prospect you know does he have prospect yeah. some people may not yeah my dad used to say that like you know this guy wants to get married to you you know um um oh he has prospects okay i like him he has prospects. Yeah. you know so <laughs> yeah because i mean a young guy who just like my husband and i we got married yes my husband and i we were young you know and we're just kind of like out of school not too long and stuff mm-hmm. and all that so obviously there was no way he was going to be rich you know and there are people that are yeah. going to get married like abroad a lot of people marry like they're 19 or they're 20 whatever but mm-hmm. if that person has prospects for example he's done well in school yeah. he's just he's got a job you know that he's going to progress mm-hmm. and so on and so forth yeah. blah 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 you know so so if the person has prospects or he's in your economic bracket whichever one you know you want that one is there is the person your friend you know so there are there are many aspects there are many layers of this thing that is supposed to be low and then you now yeah. decide that okay i am going to be with this person you know for the rest of my life and yeah. it's a decision that you have to, to it's such a huge and that's decision. why you, yeah so when you and, and you never know you never know you're not going to go in the bathroom every day or before you get married to him you're not going to check okay do you flush the toilet do you do you yeah. how do you brush your teeth there's some things that you may never know or how do you yeah. sleep like until you marry you know, because person. yes until you marry the person and de- then um change is the only constant thing in life so my husband is not the same person he was when in his 20s yeah you know so it's definitely you know so all those things by the time you put that into consideration it comes to down to the word making that decision to be with this person of course i mean i put it i, I must say okay obviously i mean nobody's telling you if they're breaking your head whether you're a man or a woman you get like yeah, being yeah. Um, assaulted you shouldn't do something about it you know and yeah and obviously nobody will tell you if you should leave your marriage or not you would um, make that decision but yeah you you just said it spot on love is more of a decision yeah 
and then of course what you said about this feeling thing okay i'm not feeling it anymore i'm not in love with you anymore and i'm like obviously you're not in love with him anymore because um the in love feeling goes away after i think i think i read somewhere that um the maximum the in love feeling stays after marriage is like two years that in love and then for some people obviously there are some exceptions where it stays for like five years or six years but it must wind down like whatever goes up comes down and mm-hmm. after that time you should have built that foundation you're talking about you know mm-hmm. in that time you know and then real life now comes and yeah. and there are other things that maybe would bond you of course i mean if you yeah, guys exactly. have, like, children you have children if your finances are together you know and things like that and you've been planning together you built a house together or you're in business together and all that and then families have merged you know all those things kind of like still put yeah. you together and help you to make that um decision um to stay in that marriage and be faithful you know so yeah. and, and i think that that's that also that totally is okay yeah, go sorry, ahead. Sorry, sorry, I was just thinking a lot. I said no, that's fine. That's that fine. Co- that mm-hmm. occurred to me as you were speaking. The first thing is what you talked about. How you when you met your husband, you guys are very young. Um, it's also my, my my personal experience. I was very young, and I'll talk about mm-hmm. that. But I wanted to say what the two things. That's why I won't forget. The second one is this thing you talked about that in love feeling fizzling away and being replaced. So let me go back to the first one, mm-hmm. which is um, marrying when you're very young. I think that nowadays it's very uh, unpopular. For people to get married early. yes like people of these days they yes. want to get married when they are like mm. in their early 30s they don't, they don't want to start thinking about mid to that they are early to mid 30s so it's a different yes. generation i think from the one that you and i were mm. at where we kind of i think we tended to get married a little bit earlier i got married when i was 24 mm. and i didn't think i got married mm. early but when i tell people that now they're like oh you got married early but in that time yeah. it early, it was yes. Normal. yes 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 mm-hmm. it was just normal mm-hmm. at that time but what i wanted to say yes. about that um, I think there is there's a lot of value in marrying in, in meeting some in, in meeting somebody early before you both have anything financial. Where exactly. at that point when, exactly. you, when you meet somebody when you are young or you guys are both young and you're starting that life together, you actually mm-hmm. see the person for who they are. It's not about does he have a car, where does he work, where does he do, or that, mm-hmm. all, all of that. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. about who is yes. he. That's what it is about mm-hmm. who she. But what happens today is when if I look at people in Lagos, for example, they're working in a mm. company, the guy is working in the, so they, you're, you're beginning to gauge things. And, and in that yeah, gauge, measure themselves. you are not looking at who is this person, this person I can live with, what mm-hmm. kind of character does he have? Is he a good person? Is he a kind person? Is he good with money? No, you're not thinking about it. You're thinking about how do you guys look together financially and economically? How do you guys yes. And while that is important, the problem with doing, not the, the, not the problem, the challenge rather, with falling in love at that stage in life is you are then not able to strip those things away and look at what what will take you through a marriage which is your character mm. who that person is and that's what happens mm. so i do think that there is value in in um in in encouraging relationships when they are young a lot of people think that when you are young and you fall in love that's a that's it's, it's, it's okay just just use that one to play when you, you meet somebody later but mm-hmm. I really think that yes. I mean, if, I, if I found my daughters, if they start, when, when they're old enough to start dating and I see that they meet somebody that is a responsible to your father's point, it has prospects, mm-hmm. I would really prospects, strongly encourage yeah. them to not say this is just a mm-hmm. childhood fling because 
that's where the secret mm. sauce is when you meet someone when you're very young yeah. and you really fall in love with who they are versus what they have I know that mm-hmm. not many people buy into this theory but what I can tell you is I can count on my fingers how many other of my friends that I know who met their the boyfriends who became their husband when they were in uni and the, their marriage yeah. things are different completely different from those who met yeah. in the city so I, I know it's not always easy but I said that to say that we as parents that are, are bringing up girls and boys now we can also learn from that and say not be so dismissive of our children when they are they start dating early in life we just kind of feel oh it's they're young they will, they will break up mm-hmm. if, you see, if you actually see a relationship that has yeah. a prospect I think you should encourage it because that is there's something there there's really something there so that's the first point I wanted to make the other point I wanted to make was regarding um, you know like you talked about the feeling like that in love feeling um, yes. I don't know what I would call it in love I'll probably say that it's spark, that in, I don't know what I would say it's even sparks because I mean I've been with my husband for 22 years now this year and I still feel that spark mm. it's just that it manifests differently so I, I'm yes. very much in love with him probably more in love not probably definitely more in love with him now than I was before when I first met him but it just manifests in a different way so instead of you know that feeling in your belly that that starts to fizzle. Yeah. That, sorry, that, that 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 butterfly feeling in your belly. That oh my god, it's coming. That that high that you get that definitely goes mm-hmm. away. It's replaced with this person is so kind to me. This person I can plan yeah. with this person. So it just manifests mm-hmm. in a different way. It's it's it, 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 it's it's a solid. It's a more solid it's so, love. It's tangible. You just sometimes yeah. sit down and I'm thinking yes. about gosh, yeah. God, you love me so much. You bless me with this kind of husband. Is that that's what it is? Mm. So that's that mm-hmm. that thing has transferred to something else. So it's mm-hmm. still there, still in love, but it just feels in a different way. That's what I think. Yeah, I totally relate with the last thing you said, you know, it's a more solid yeah. love. You know, when I when when I think what I was talking about the in love feeling is like you said, mm-hmm. those those excitement and you know mm-hmm. that or whatever. But when you 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 have a family, you plan, you think about how easy it is for yeah. you know, you have the same you, you think in the same way. I mean, not yeah. in every single thing, but you know, it's easy for you Generally. to make decisions together. Yes, yeah. generally, it's you know you just know that this is solid. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not just something that it's going. It's something one 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 misunderstanding or one thing is yeah. going to shake it. You know, it's something that you know that whatever happens, you're going to you're, you're sort going to yeah. You'll sort it out. You sort it out. You yeah. you've never had an occasion where you now go and call pastor to come and judge your matter. Mm-hmm. Do you understand when you look? I think that. about all those things you're you're like man this is this is really solid and it doesn't mean that oh you're hiding anything or whatever it just it just what it is you know mm-hmm. and then the first thing you said you know um and i was talking about people getting married young you know i was talking about i had a live um ig live um, on thursday and um you know somehow you know the author she's a christian fiction author and then she one of her books i read had to do with online dating and i was like this online dating thing you know um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but you know. So everyone, you know, the people on the live now basically like raided me. Like, are you saying that you don't believe in online dating? I have a friend. Who, um, <laughs> yeah. You know, they're getting married, and I'm like, okay. So look at it this way. First of all, I'm from another generation because a lot of you are in yeah. your thirties or um, mm-hmm. in your twenties. But look at it this way. My daughter walks up to me and says, "Oh, I met this guy. His name is Timmy. Whatever." And I'm like, "Oh, really? Okay. So um, where did you meet him?" So like, oh, I met him online. I'm like. Ah like that's going to be my first reaction i'm going to be like what you know this guy and i'm saying this from the perspective and i and i i broke it down i'm saying this from the perspective that 
from my own experience and my experience is not the ideal not necessarily the ideal i'm not saying my experience is the ideal but of course you know yeah. you have to understand my thought process from my experience yeah. you know i've married this guy i met my husband when i was 16 years old you know i've known him for almost 30 years really i've known him for like 27 years so you know i know this person yes. but i also know that between the time i met him and we got married and then we got married i realized that man i thought i really knew him but i didn't know all of him do you get so putting that yeah. online thing where everybody's performing and you know you don't even know um who that person is is like putting another layer of of you know not let me not say problems but another yeah. layer of 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 or a weight that you know I'm not sure that I am comfortable with, you know, because yeah, you never they really know online, they eventually have to still meet physically because meet, they can't just meet online. They yes. Physically, right? Yeah. So th- that was what they said. You know, that was mm. what they said. Like, okay, okay, you meet yeah. online, you know that. You know, and everyone was like, oh, but I mean, do people meet physically anymore? And blah, 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 blah. But I mean, like, you know, when we go back to talking about meeting someone who you're younger, you're on a level playing ground. For me, I would obviously i mean i can't i can't dictate how it works but my preference yeah. would be maybe you meet at school or you know you meet at a place where there's a common you get maybe you know you meet at a club or you meet at you know there's a common goal that you know have brought you people together like maybe you have friends or we are friends or friends or things like that but that conversation was very mm. interesting the way they all like raided raided yeah my, because, the uh, comments uh, and my they reacted that way because mm-hmm. it's so different now it's so hard like this is their reality mm-hmm. yes that's mm-hmm. their reality and i actually had a friend who met somebody online and so far so good at mm-hmm. so they maybe they've, they've, they've had they've had to meet physically but they I, i think there's no problem with meeting online because it's so hard to meet people these days life has changed and moves forward mm-hmm. the issue is that mm-hmm. they meet meet online is what how do you develop that relationship going forward yes and then and then you know after after the line you know my nephew you know who is here on holiday he was now like oh auntie i really like you know you can have a relationship online you know most relationships are online now but yeah. you can like you know um what you can do is maybe you you kind of find out you know who do you know like where did you school you surely like know someone who knows someone and somehow you'll be able yeah. to connect mm-hmm. it and everything and he was now telling me about some girl some girl who um someone he knows met and then she wasn't on any social media platform she wasn't on instagram she wasn't on facebook she wasn't on everything and they were calling her because they were like ah like, like this one no this is like a red flag so it was funny like in their generation like that is a red flag like they can't red trace it to anybody they can't check and say okay i know somebody who is following her you know so it's just so um, amazing that things are really different and yeah. that's why i really love to talk to young people now because i think it will yeah. help with our kids to kind of understand where they are coming yeah. from so i was like okay i had to like give it a thought of course of course my husband was in my in my team <laughs> like no, <laughs> don't come and tell us you met someone online but i mean if we're trying to be realistic <laughs> we'll know that people are going to meet online and you know of course yeah. the first thing for us who think like oh how do you know it's not a serial killer because i mean we used to watch all the serial killer movies <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but 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 to be honest yeah so yeah I, i mean but i don't know i don't know like what do you think is it like they want to, okay so this marrying especially for the women marrying you know in their 30s 
some of it mm-hmm. comes from like okay i watched my mother who because i've had conversations with young women who said like mm-hmm. in fact two different young women who said like oh my mother my mother didn't do anything and uh, i don't want to be like her i don't want to i said but okay you have an education yeah but my mother had an education but she didn't work and she was at the mercy of my father and my father was a borderline crew mm-hmm. you know so they are so bent on getting something for themselves you know and i'm like yeah. well but that's not like that's not that's not that doesn't that does that's not in your entire life your your life has different mm-hmm. aspects and you have to you can't run with just one um one narrative do you get like yeah. okay so yeah. my mother I, I i kind of understand it and i i'm sympath- well i don't understand it in terms of you know my own mother <laughs> but i <laughs> but i i i can you know i i get it i get it so so yeah, um do you think that I, I those think factors that affect- <laughs> pardon yeah i think it's a generational thing generational thing every generation has their time like my mom my mom used to tell me that when they were when she, when, they, when she was getting married during that generation mm. of big competition in terms of well, how many children do you have that everybody wants to keep having children yeah so they ended up having eight nine ten eleven twelve children because so that's generation mm. our, our generation we kind of to look in this generation i don't think Anybody can do about it. It's just the forces of the times. <laughs> yes, people are more entrepreneurial. They're more women, especially. They are more emboldened. They want to make. They want to bring back the, the secure the bag. We didn't. We didn't have that much of the secure yeah. the bag mentality. This, this generation yes. secure the bag. They want to be a, a board member before they are thirty-two. They have all of these. Mm-hmm. It's a very different shift and mindset. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. it just is. So in this reality, this is what they are faced with, and that's why I think. Mm-hmm. It's kind of chasing a career, chasing your career like that, and chase and trying to be like a real, like a homemade, a lot of homemaker, like make a family. Those things are not very mm. compatible because they are very tasking and each very tasking and demanding. They're very tasking, and so that's why you find that more and more people are finding marriage very difficult to do because the dynamics mm. at play, this 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 social economic. If the impact of people, uh, women and men, mm-hmm. wanting to do so much more than the past generations, and then having to make relationships work, it's hard. It's really hard. That's the truth, and that's why it's like that. Yeah. The marriages these days don't last. Yeah, you know, you know, I was, you know, before we started this podcast, we had a conversation, and I was telling you about the, another podcast I was on, and I was talking about unconventional motherhood, and you just reminded me of something that I said, yeah. you know, trying to be all, be all you know um this yeah. mother that is so dynamic like you um are working and you are a mother and you're a wife and you have to be sexy too um and and yeah. all that and all that and i just said you know what like this is not a competition that's the first mm-hmm. thing and then for yeah. me i always say there's a time and a season for everything and i think um you know she said oh you know she wanted me to have this conversation with her because she just thought how do you do this you know you work in corporate you do a lot of this you do this you do that you have kids and blah 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 and i said the thing is i just do what i can and what you see mm-hmm. is not really like that's that's not the totality of my life do you get like what yeah. you see yeah. and that's why yeah. i say on social media there's a lot of performance sometimes um unconsciously sometimes consciously sometimes you know it's you you don't mean to you know um yeah. but i i use this example like nobody is going to go to a studio and take a picture like in their 90s and with their hair mm-hmm. you know 
badly done you're going to wear your best dress and do makeup and stuff so if you're going to go on social media yeah. like you're, you're you're going to like put nice pictures there or nice videos yeah. so but you have to go with the mindset that th- this is not this this is not 24 hours of this person's life this is just like a yeah. part of this person's life and yeah. i and i was honest and i said you know what i have always had i've always had support you know for me to be who i am and then you know i understand the the importance of support in my life you know from when i got married and all that you know when we lived in portacon my family was there to help me um at all times you know um, you know pick up my kids do whatever my sisters my mom my mother in law you know when they were alive yeah. and stuff like that and then moving to lagos was hard but you know i said you know what we'll just pay for it you get you know mm-hmm. if you need to have three staff and a driver and you can afford it do it so i'm not ashamed of it mm-hmm. because i want to do certain things and i can um i can delegate you know the things that i did de- i can delegate then i delegate it so it's not yep. um something yeah so but but some people think that you know they have to show that they are cooking and they have to show that you know they are helping their children with homework and you know i think you just have to mm-hmm. ask yourself what are the three most important things right now you know obviously yeah, you're yeah. working so your job is there my kids you know so what is going to give me time for my kids is it um you know i, I can't do the washing i can't be doing the washing and the cleaning you know if mm-hmm. i need to have time for my children so you need to you know go to the drawing board and of course you and your spouse you need to also um kind of interact and make those decisions and decide and sometimes yeah. you know it's, it's, it, there was a time in my life you know i wasn't doing some of the things i i i'm doing now because it wasn't just time for it yeah. you know so and and that goes for the competition like it wasn't just fitting into my my life at that point in time so i didn't i didn't mm-hmm. do those things but now um if i can do them because maybe my children are older you know they can buy themselves they can you know so everything you yeah. know there's a, there's a time and it's easy yeah so that just exactly. you know what you said about you know young people trying to do do it or get the bag and things like that mm-hmm. we didn't have that um yeah yeah so well well we we, ju- we will just keep praying and, and hoping especially <laughs> for um our young children and are coming so finally oh, we've talked a lot here finally um so what 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 would you say like at the end of the day we still we have to come to a conclusion marry for love or marry for money <laughs> i think i think for sure i'll say marry for love but um mm. don't forget that money is important so marry for love with somebody who you can build a life with who has prospects that's mm-hmm. what i think i don't think mm-hmm. you should marry for love blindly and um, mm-hmm. i just i was just reminded as we were talking of there's a song with the Houston song my love is your love so when me and my husband were getting married mm-hmm. we were pretty much just getting started in life we were just i mean i didn't have i was getting into law school he just got a he's just been working for a couple of years he was by no mm-hmm. means rich but um you know we used to sing this song and and it was it was it, it was it meant a lot to us because we really had belief in where we were going to be so it's mm. uh, what's it called i'm looking at it right now it's a, it's a verse from the song my uh, the lyrics my love is your love by Whitney Houston it says yeah uh, if i lose my fame and yeah if i lose my fame and fortune my fame and, and fortune I'm, yeah. and i'm 
and I'm homeless on the streets and I'm sleeping in Grand Central Station. It's okay if you're sleeping with me. And mm. we just sing that song and, and just take some solace in that because we're like, we're good, we're a team. The important thing is you and me, we're mm-hmm. doing this together. And that was mm-hmm. because we loved each other, we made a decision to commit to each other. And so at the end of the day, what that means, you know, when they say for richer, for poorer, it's, uh, although I don't want to make a pact with richer, I mean, with poverty, but it's more like saying through thick and thin, right? Through it all. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't matter what mm-hmm. we're going through, we're together in this. And so if you're if you if you're married just purely for money, you're not gonna have that mindset. If the money's not gone, you're zapping, you're gone. If the money's not there, rather you're yeah. gone. So that's why I said you're gone. You should marry for marry for love, but marry was because money is important. I don't and we said I think you and I both started out saying that money mm-hmm. is very important because yeah. without money, that love you have can dry up, it can be killed, it can be yes. suffocated. So it's important mm-hmm. that you marry for love, but make sure that you guys have a plan. And when we say prospect, prospect doesn't mean the person has to be wealthy, you because Mm-hmm. not everybody has to be rich you just have to be enough to to do the basic things right to have a roof over things your head you want. to feed to yes. send your kids to school so that's what to we school. mean we're talking about being a dangote or whatever by no means because i mean what percentage mm-hmm. of the population actually is that we're not dangote now exactly it's just to be enough to to make a living a decent living and uh, i think definitely marry for love that's what i would say marry for love because when where money will not take you or pull you through love will do that for you Mm-hmm. Well spoken, Bina. Like, thank you so much. I, I would say marry for love too, because you know, um, love also gives you like this fulfillment that money money can give you fulfillment mm-hmm. to a point, but yeah. it will not give you a lasting fulfillment. And I want people to think about their relationships with family. I know that some people have had like experiences, bad relationships with family, but generally, you know, like you you know like think about like the love like your mother has for you or the love that your your father or your siblings have you know it's a love that is lasting in terms of you know um there was a time someone asked me about you know um like marriage advice and i said why don't you look at your husband like your brother like you know your brother would do something bad to you but if they say oh your brother is dying outside you're angry but you're just going to go there and save him or someone's beating your brother outside you would not want someone to beat up your brother you can beat up your brother but you 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 don't want someone else beating up your brother so you're going to save your brother so i don't if you, i think you should if you, if you look at your spouse with that approach you know and in terms of like marrying for love um it makes it easier knowing that um even the people that love us and we love sometimes yeah. um may make us unhappy because happiness yeah. is not just like it states where you're going to be you you get you're going to choose yeah to be happy you're going to be sad sometimes because this is what life is you know mm-hmm. even for us christians jesus was sad he cried he went yeah. when his friend lazarus died so you you can't expect to be happy 100 percent every yeah. single day it's not going to happen things are going to happen things are going to yeah. be hard but at the end of the day love would pull through you know mm-hmm. money of course in, in in that there should be a balance money you know like i you know like i learned from my dad does he have prospects you know he may just have started a job but you know what is in his mind like you know does what what are his plans what have you people discussed what do we want to do where we hope to be and all that there must not be necessarily grand you know plans like you said dangote but you know there should be that form of responsibility on both sides you're responsible he's responsible you're sure that you're getting married to a responsible person and then for christian christians i always say you know i mean marry someone who fears god 
because yeah. at the end of the day if the person fears god the person will be good to you um yeah. it's like you know when joseph said how can i do this um bad thing to god you know in terms of when mm-hmm. potiphar's wife i mean but potiphar yeah. gave him everything he 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 made him the head of his house and he could have said oh i can't do this to my boss but it yeah. wasn't about potiphar it was about god so god. someone who fears god would always even if he wants to do something bad mm-hmm. he would think about the repercussions his in, in his relationship with god yeah. and he'll be like no i can't do this you know Mm-hmm. so 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 there are other things that you need to look at instead of just saying oh please do oh, yeah i don't want anybody that's coming with like these bands and all that <laughs> all, the, <laughs> all those things that people say you know yeah, yeah so so yeah i agree with you that love love will give you like a lasting fulfillment and money we may not give you um the lasting fulfillment and i hope that with these few points of ours we hope that we're able to convince you and not confuse you um <laughs> with, with this let me, let me crash your podcast oh my Hello, god ah! Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> i just walked in this is crashing <laughs> on the highest order <laughs> I, just called, I just came to say hey and um i'm going for a walk me me i mean my own is even like i'm on another level it's god that's helping me <laughs> you, you you look like an exercise like you know person i do i do i, I walk i don't really i don't I, I used to do exercise a lot but i kind of slow down mm. but i do walk i try mm. to walk uh, almost every other day yeah yeah me too i walk but um mm. yeah I work. I work for an hour. That's what I do, like five times a week. So I just try to count it. Sometimes, sometimes I do like gym, sometimes back. I don't. Mm. I'm not a gym person at all, and um, <laughs> um, I can't really do. I can't really do uh, a lot of cardio. Yes, um, really, yeah, it's not very good for my health. So I, I just I walk, and then you know, in the, because of COVID now, I, I used to swim. I used to swim. Oh, why can't you um, swim a lot? Uh, well, well, we don't have a pool, and then because of COVID, you know, where I was going to, I couldn't go, you know. So. Okay. So now I'm thinking of like going again, but yeah, um, and she's paranoid. So be like, ah, there's still COVID, though. There's COVID in the water. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. There's COVID so. in the water. <laughs> I, I can't even remember. Why did you go to get COVID from the water because of chlorine? Okay, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll tell him that. Yeah. Yes, I yes. So I'm thinking of going back to, to swimming, you know, just for, for the health and all that. Yeah. So well, thank you so much, Bina, for joining. No, I really you. had fun and I hope you did have fun yeah, uh, joining the conversation. And we hope to have you back on this podcast again. You know, this just was very sweet. So, anytime, anytime. Um, <laughs> all right then. Thank you so much and take care. Okay, no, Bina, first of all, before you go, I need you to tell people like your handle, where to get your book, and Mm -hmm. anything else. So my handle is at Bina Idonije. And um, you can buy my book. So my there's a link in my bio on Instagram. You can buy my book from using that link, or you can go to masobebooks.com, which is actually the link that I have in my bio, and buy it from Masobe Books. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not in Nigeria, you can buy it from Amazon. Uh, even you can buy it from Masobe Books, even if you're not in Nigeria. You just need to change the country when you're when you're in the 
part to change your country from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And then you can buy it in, from major bookstores like uh, in Lagos, Spine and Label in Abuja, Book Peddler. There's like tons of other bookstores, uh, not just the ones I mentioned that are that, that are stocking the book as well. Mm, so just check your nearest. Yeah, there's the Book Market NG. There's a Book Corner in Katsina. There's Lumi's books. There's so many of them. So if you can just go and look for a bookstore on on Instagram, you can actually find most of them stocking the book. And if they don't, tell them they should. Yeah, tell them they should. <laughs> All right, Vina, yeah. thank you so much. Take care and thank you. Um, have a good evening. Bye. All right, bye. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for being a part of this episode. That was such a fun conversation and I would love to hear your feedback so we can talk more about this theme online. You can hit me up on my blog with your feedback, rovingbookwomng.com, on Instagram and on my Facebook page, um, rovingbookwomng, or on WhatsApp if you have my contact. Keep your feedback coming. I know that some of you I know you have a lot to say, so just fire on. And then um, I would also pass them on to Bina um, if you have questions directed to her. Um, Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Roving Book One podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, it's on Breaker, Spotify, and Radio Pod. All you need to do is download any of these apps and search for the Roving Book One podcast and then hit the subscribe button. This will make it easy for you to keep track of all the episodes, old and new. And then don't forget to rate this podcast. I mean, it helps us to grow this community. And yeah, I'm counting on you guys. Also, don't forget to share with your family and friends. Um, if you're yet to listen to the other episodes in season five, where we are questioning the norms, um, please go listen. I promise you it will be worth it. Um, so it's time to go, but I look forward to next week when we will have yet another insightful conversation based on our theme. And so until then is take care of yourselves and stay blessed. Thank you.